So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. What up, what up, what up? It's your home dog, AP. I'm sorry, I don't know why I did that. That ain't me. But anyways, I thought I'd go gangster for a little while. Anyways, alright, so in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about an email that I actually got the other day from somebody. It was a, it was a dad, um, uh, and uh, it was also, I think, his coach. But his uh, his question was not a, a question that was unique in terms of being the first time I've ever heard it. So I thought it would actually be a pretty good idea to talk about it here and share it with more people because that is what I do. And anyways, the question was basically about his son got injured. Unfortunately, he's growing, and uh, during his uh, during his growth, he uh, um, you know body just couldn't couldn't take the. Uh, the uh, stress that it was placed on, you know, while they were playing and all that, and, and an injury happened, and it's unfortunate, and it's something that happens, and probably on a different podcast, not probably, I know it'll happen, uh, we'll talk about that as well, because that is definitely something that we need to be aware of uh, in our game today, but the question, one of the questions that he posed, or he asked me, was um, that when his son was cleared to start to, uh, you know, throw again by the doctors and physical therapists, whoever he's seeing, uh, if I had any recommendations on a recovery program and, and whatnot, and I do, uh, but it's probably very different than what the standard and typical recovery program that you would get from the doctors or physical therapists. See, the one thing about them is they're not in the baseball world, so the recovery program that they're going to give you is going to kind of be a kind of a blanket program. It's going to be a, a, and and every doctor, by the way, you're going to find is going to kind of have their own version of that, that program. And, uh, for a lot of people, they don't know any different. They don't know any better necessarily. And they feel like that, that, you know, if that's what the doctor's telling them to do, then that's what they should do. Um, and, and I would argue that, um, it may be a, a pretty decent spot to start with, but really it's not going to uh, address the individual needs uh, and help them with that particular recovery. The, uh, and, I, and I'm also going to speak from this, not only from my experience from a coaching standpoint and, and uh, having helped guys and coaches go through this in the past, but also through my own personal experience when I was injured back in the college. Uh, this is kind of actually how it, I, I stumbled across this concept, this idea. So what is it? It's very simple, quite frankly, but it's, it's this. You, you throw and you listen to your arm. That's something that uh, my buddy Alan Jager has said a lot is you listen to your arm on a, on a regular basis. Now, when Alan's talking about listening to your arm, he's talking more about in the long toss. You know, if you normally go 300 feet in long toss and you get to 300 feet you know, today and you feel like you've got even more in the tank, go for it. Uh, but at, at the same time, if you normally go to 300 feet and today you're already at 250 and you already feel like you're just you know, struggling, don't try to push it even more to, to 300. Uh, and I agree with that concept, by the way, uh, as well. And, and it's, so it's a variation of that. And like I said, it's something I stumbled on on my own. So what you'll do is as a pitcher is, or baseball player, you know, when you're throwing in general, is to uh, – 
you know, just listen to your arm. When, you, when you're just starting out, if it's your first few days back, you know, and when you're just starting to throw after an injury, obviously you want to take it easy. I don't think there's anybody in the world that believes that you need to, you know, get right back on the mound and go full throttle, you know, and all that other stuff. So you're going to take it easy. Distance-wise, you're probably going to be, you know, fairly close and, and nothing nothing too uh, strenuous or, or anything. And uh, in terms of how many throws you make, I don't subscribe to that. I don't, I don't subscribe to, you know, a set number of throws or anything like that. Uh, but you just, you know, feel like you get a pretty decent workout in, nothing overly taxing. The most important day in your recovery process is the next day. And here's why, because let's just say today was day one of your recovery. So you're, you're just now starting to throw again. And so you get out there with a partner, or you're throwing into a net and, and maybe at the end of the day, what it ended up being was that you, you know, after you went through a pretty decent little workout, maybe you counted your throws and you said, okay, I ended up making 30 throws and I was at a distance of 30 feet. Okay, fine. That's good information to know. The important thing is going to be tomorrow. Because when you show up tomorrow to throw, how do you feel? If you feel really, really sore, then maybe 30 throws from 30 feet was just a little bit too much. You're not ready for that just yet. And if you feel fine, then maybe you can stay at 30 feet, but maybe you try to increase it to 40 or 45 throws. You're In a way, you're almost... I don't want to say you're purposely trying to get yourself to a point where you're sore the next day, but you do need to know those limitations because that is your body that that you there's there's no written program that will that understands you and how you feel in your body better than you and your actual body so listen to that okay and there's going to be days where you're going to be cruising right along and then all of a sudden you're just going to have a you're going to have an off day you're going to have a little little setback it happens and there's going to be other days where all of a sudden you show up one day and you're going to feel great you need to push it a little bit and if the next day you come out after after pushing it a little bit and the next day you come out and you're a little sore, that just tells you that maybe you pushed it just a little too far. Maybe you're just not quite ready uh, for what you just did. And that's going to be a judgment call on your part as well. I mean, if you uh, if, if there's just a little soreness, something that quickly easily goes away after, especially after a nice recovery protocols after you're done throwing, which I hope everybody's doing, um, then that, that's also a judgment call. The other side of this, not only just from a physical standpoint of getting yourself back into shape, but the other side of it is very much psychological. When you experience an injury, uh, there's a lot of things psychologically that can happen to you as the athlete, and I think it's important as a pitching coach to understand that. Um, I have found that going through this process of just listening to your arm and judging what you did today based on, uh, based on how you feel tomorrow, um, that when you go and follow that protocol – that the psychological component of this, the hurdles that are probably there of the nervousness to get hurt again, um, you know, and and uh, is this going to, you know, am I going to hurt on this throw? All these things that are going through uh, a player's minds potentially, I've learned that they overcome those a lot easier, a lot faster than uh, when they when they uh, follow this protocol than, um, than any other way. Because basically what they're doing is they're just, they're, they're, trusting themselves and they're trusting the feedback that their their arm and their body are giving them and there's no better trust than that um it doesn't matter what you say or what anybody else says 
Uh, it's what they're feeling. And if they, if they feel, uh, you know, secure, they feel safe with what they're doing, uh, it's going to help build some momentum. It's going to help them to, uh, to overcome those psychological hurdles. I think it's important as a coach that you explain to them at the very beginning uh, that they're going to have good days and they're going to have some bad days, and it's just part of it. Uh, so don't let the, get, the, the good days get them too high and don't let the low days get them too low. Uh, just know that this is part of the process. And before you know it, they're going to all the next thing you know, they're going to be back up and and uh throwing to 300 feet and and they're going to almost kind of forgotten that they they got hurt you know or at least they're not worried about it when they're throwing and then from there you transition back onto the mound and uh you may end up having to go through the same process all over again with the mound because the mound and throwing uh on flat ground are very different things throwing and pitching are different and so um, you may find that uh, when they transition back to the mound that uh, we kind of got to start this whole thing over again. Be prepared for that, and let's sure, make sure that they know to be prepared for it also. I would not start off with a, a real, real heavy bullpen. I would just start off with something light, possibly even off you know, at, at a shorter, little shorter distance, a uh, limited number of throws in there, uh, and use that first bullpen or two session to to just use that as a test. Where are we at? Uh, and if and if we if we pass that test, then okay, you can start increasing it. And if if we uh, do experience a little soreness, uh, then um, then you know uh, you know where you stand as well as far as that goes. So, anyways, I hope that that is helpful to you um, and uh, and helps you with your uh, your recovery. Um, protocols, if you will, of, of what you're doing there to uh, get somebody uh, back from an injury. Uh, as always, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed making it for you. And the best thing you can do is shoot me a comment and like this page. Go to uh, Instagram.com forward slash Texas Pitching Institute and uh, give us a like. Follow us on there. Uh, Texas or Facebook.com forward slash Texas Pitching Institute. Um, any of those and uh, make sure that you're following us, liking us, and like this podcast, and um, share this with anybody that you think also might help benefit from this because this is something that uh, we're seeing a whole lot more in our uh, in our game today, unfortunately. And hope that we can do something about it and uh, and play our play our part, play our role, and uh, trying to prevent it first of all. And if we can't prevent it, trying to make sure that we come back from it in a safe, healthy, and responsible way. So this is Andy. And I'm signing out. See ya. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks, all while breaking free from the current status quo of today's coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. Go to bullpensecrets.com forward slash masterclass and sign up to get started today.